0: Good morning. It's Tuesday, June 11th, and you are listening to the 24 7 Sports Morning Blitz, a daily podcast catching you up on and breaking down the day's college football news, all within 15 minutes or fewer. My name is Connor Tapp, and I'm joined on the other line this and every weekday by 24 7 Sports College Sports Editor Trey Scott. Trey, what's good? Connor,
1: I'm good. How's it going?
0: I'm doing great, man. I'm hoping you'll tell me how many days we have until the start of college football season. Well, I was
1: hoping you would ask. 74, 74 days. So uh, we're not quite at the Terry Bowden number yet.
0: What no, I. Oh man, you read my mind with how I was gonna intro uh, segue us into uh, this topic here because I was gonna say 74 is 69 more than five, which is the number of stars you should leave us on Apple podcast. 74 is 11 more than 63. The age of the newest unpaid intern on the Clemson football staff Trey Terry Bowden has enrolled at Clemson university in pursuit of a master's degree in athletic leadership, proving once and for all that it's never too late for a man who once led Auburn to an undefeated season to finally learn how to lead athletes. According to Anna Hickey of Clemson 24 7, the younger brother of Dabo Swinney's predecessor will be helping with the offense, and God knows they need it.
1: Is, is this anything more than a, a really heartwarming story about a 63 year old pursuing a master's
0: degree? There are so like, many levels do we on we which actually, I don't understand do we this. Do you
1: actually think Terry Bowden's going like, to contribute right. anything here?
0: Yeah. Like, hey, your, <laughs> your offense with the helmed by. Uh, maybe the best player in college football. I've got I've got some pointers that I'm bringing from my uh, extremely unnoteworthy tenure at Akron. Like I don't I don't like I don't understand who I don't understand who's getting anything out of this. Like what I mean, maybe it's just a way to stay busy when you're 63. I really don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely not hating on it. I think it's cool, uh, and I think I can see Davo being like, this is this is kind of fun.
0: This is cool. You
1: know, obviously, I'm sure that the the and connection is probably at the forefront of his, of his mind in making this decision. But as far, it's definitely not in, in the realm of the, the the new wave of adding analysts to your staff, which is popularized by Nick Saban, of course, Steve Sarkeesian, and Mike Loxley before they ascended to, to various roles there. Just, just recently, Tom Herman hired um, Larry Fedora, formerly of North Carolina, To be an offensive analyst for the Longhorns, he'll make $25,000 as a salary with the assumption that, hey, Tim Beckson is last year of his contract as offensive coordinator. Maybe that's Larry Fedora's show next year. So that's different than what I think this is. I don't have much to say, though, as far as football impact, but I'm going to say it's cool. I'm going to say it's cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's it's. Yeah, I mean it's it's fine. I mean I guess it's a it's, it's a thing for Terry Bowden to be doing. A strange career for Terry Bowden, uh, of course. In his first year at Auburn, took them eleven and 0 undefeated season, but were banned from a bowl game and um, el- being eligible for the national championship because they were on NCAA sanctions, and then uh, had some pretty decent seasons, and then got to a, off to a one and five start in nineteen ninety eight, and uh, pieced out. Uh, and then went to the broadcast booth for a decade, and then I think like I don't know. Usually we see these analysts coming back from the broadcast booth. I mean, we've seen Mac Brown land right at UNC, a pretty darn good program. But uh, Terry Bowden went back to North Alabama in Akron. That's that's tough, man.
1: Yeah, yeah, he did. He he did beat
0: Northwestern this past year with Akron. People forget that. Yeah, they yeah. seriously
1: forget that he did that in week two.
0: Yeah, so yeah, but I, I mean that that was a notable loss for Northwestern and just how bad Akron is. Um, 30, Thirty-five and fifty-two in his tenure there, uh, and he was there from twenty twelve to twenty eighteen. So um, yeah, I, I, don't know, I don't, I don't know what the what the end game is here. It'll be interesting to see. I assume at some point we'll get uh, some kind of explanation from. Bowden or Dabo about like what the thought process is here. Anna Hickey, as mentioned earlier, uh, has reported that he's going to be working with the offense. So how exactly that'll work, who knows? Um, as you mentioned earlier though, it is interesting to kind of rekindle this, uh, kind of Bowden connection to, uh, to Clemson. If for symbolic reasons, and nothing else, I mean, uh, Tommy Bowden is firing, uh, Terry's older brother cleared the way for Dabo to get promoted from wide receivers coach to head coach and like kind of the program Dabo built and overcoming quote Clemsoning like all that was kind of established under Tommy Bowden who got off to a really hot start had a really exciting team that's where Rich Rodriguez's career kind of launched into the stratosphere. They had exciting quarterback and Woody Dantzler and it kind of seemed like they were going places and they just had all these seasons where they started out ranked like preseason 15 and kind of fizzled out to like seven and five and that kind of thing. So, um, yeah, inter- interesting to see uh, Dabo decided to go ahead and bring Terry Bowden on board. Trey, do you remember the first Bowden Bowl in 1999?
1: Absolutely not.
0: No, man, that was, yeah. that is like one of my first memories of like a college football regular season game feeling like an event. And Clemson uh, got out to a 14 to 3 lead, and uh, we're, in, we're in that one into the second half. But the Knolls, my Knolls at the time, Trey, I used to be an FSU fan. Did you know that? Uh, <laughs> they ended up winning 17 to 14.
1: Well, that's an easy team to root for, though.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was exciting times. Peter Work, Chris Winkie, that was a lot of fun. Um, looking back, that was probably like the one of the last great years under under Bobby Bowden uh, for FSU. Uh, but that's enough uh, reminiscing, I suppose. Uh, Trey, uh, all-purpose running back Wandale Robinson was the top-rated commit in Scott Frost's first full recruiting class at Nebraska. But on Sunday night, the bluegrass state native was cited for possession of less than an ounce of grass. Uh, Trey, let's talk impact here for the Huskers. Two things: impact. They played
1: South Alabama in Week One. Juan Dale Robinson is probably going to be Mr. Dude all for the, for the Huskers this fall. Number 87 recruiting the 24/7 Sports Composite. I I have a hard time. seeing he's suspended for a full game. This is like the first time the first time offenders for marijuana that's a slap on the wrist. I guess if he does miss a quarter or a half against South Alabama, it's not a big deal. They have Colorado in week two. So I, I generally would be like, okay, whatever on a marijuana charge. And I, I'm going to, I'm going to keep that standing here, but I do want to note last week, Nebraska running back. Maurice Washington was cited for marijuana in his dorm room. So do it, Whatever, man, like whatever you want to do Wondale, but a teammate of yours last week, last week was busted for pot in the in storm. So uh, right. you would think that the football players, at least for a week would be on high alert. That's, you know, a lacking, uh, a lacking in judgment there, a lacking in judgment. So that's, I thought that was the most interesting wrinkle to this whole story. Not, not whether he misses one or three games, he'll miss one tops, but, but the fact that, that th- this happened a week after Maurice Washington gets busted for weed in his room.
0: You know, Trey, I'm just really upset. I did the, the grass pun, and I'm I'm kind of thinking maybe I should have gone. He was flagged for holding. I think that might have been stronger. I don't know. I don't know. We eh, can't. We can't he's dwell. A back. We can't dwell. Uh, we can we can move on. Uh, Trey, we've got uh, so on a slow news day. We just want to send you guys home with some rapid fire news nuggets from the college football world. So, Trey, what do we have?
1: We mi- so we missed this on Sunday, but Virginia Tech cornerback transfer cornerback transfer Bryce Watts is headed to North Carolina. He was a starter for the Hokies in 2018. He's probably going to sit out this upcoming season, but with the NCAA transfer waiver, way that all works, you never know. He credits Dre Bly, who you might have played with in Madden, but now is an assistant on Mac Brown's staff with getting him to Chapel Hill. And then Landon Dickerson, we thought would happen last week. Well, we're going to wait a little bit for the former Florida State offensive lineman to make his decision, but he is visiting Alabama finally on an official basis this weekend. According to Hank South of Bama Online, the Crimson Tide remain confident that Dickerson is going to end up with them. But they are not discounting the impact that Jimbo Fisher's connection with Dickerson from his time at FSU might have. Now, look, neither of these teams is in dire need of Landon Dickerson. He's a former top recruit, but he's been injured three different times in his college career at Alabama. At best, he would be a backup interior lineman, but it's still depth. And you don't think Nick Saban is going to say no to depth to you.
0: I doubt it. I doubt it. They load them up on the coaching staff and uh, at basically every position on the field. Um, so it would be a nice win for the Crimson Tide if they do end up Landon Dickerson. See what I did there? <laughs> <laughs> That's going to yeah, do it for a pun-heavy episode of the 24-7 Sports Morning Blitz. If you enjoyed what you heard, make sure to leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and tell a friend to check us out. For Trey Scott, I'm Connor Tapp, and we'll see you bright and early on Tuesday. No, we won't. And we'll see you bright and early on Wednesday for the next edition of the 24-7 Sports Morning Blitz.
2: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better